0: informative educational objective inclusive comprehensive this is progress report updates and conversations from the government information service
1: Welcome to Progress Report, updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. My name is Ivan Connor with my beautiful co-host, Gleniva Hodge, and we have the man of the hour here. The Honorable Minister Kyle Hodge, my classmate, my um, wow. basketball buddy from Langrong, Um left foot on the Tony Grung school football team. Left and right. Left and right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you see he's not cutting anything short. All the accolades in the world, man. It's a pleasure to have you here on the show with us today, and we're going to get right into it. Um, the lovely Gleniva Hodge has been trying to keep me in check. I tend to run off and talk a lot. So if you see her give me the eye, it's not that she's going to fight me, mm-hmm. it's because I need to just hush All right, So gotcha. it's nothing to do with so, you. So no problem. So we
0: remember from last time. Yeah, we remember <laughs> from last time. Yeah. But thank All you, Kaya, right. for being here. Welcome mm-hmm. to Progress Report. Mm-hmm. We are very happy to have you. Thank we, you. Great. We know that you are recently back from a trip to St. Kitts in Nevis. Tell us a little bit about that and what were three of your top takeaways from that trip?
2: Well, thank you for the question. And if I could just um, start by saying that since I became Minister of Economic Development, Natural Resources, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay. I started to follow a lot of Facebook pages throughout the region, mm-hmm. um, the various agriculture uh, ministries in Kitts, Grenada, St. Lucia, um, agriculture, fisheries, natural resources. You know, I started to follow all those pages. Um, I tend to do a lot of research. Okay. So upon doing my research and upon stumbling on, on the sinkits um, Natural Resources Facebook page, I noticed a lot of activity. I noticed a lot of um, support as it relates to, to those sectors in Sinkit's agriculture, fisheries, and the environment. Right. And I was intrigued. Mm. I was intrigued with the amount of um, communication that goes on on that um, Facebook page. And based on, on what I saw, I reached out to, to the minister, Minister okay. Alexis Jeffers, okay. through my Permanent Secretary Chanel Petty Barrett, mm. and we organized the trip. And the trip lived up to expectations. Wow. Because awesome. what I was seeing on Facebook is what I saw on the ground. Okay. I saw um, a country that was always serious about food security. Um, the facilities are in place. Mm-hmm. So that's the number one thing that I realized. They would have invested heavily in in in, in Abattoirs, processing facilities. Oh, wow! Um, they have a lot of support mechanisms for their farmers and their officials, and they would have gotten a lot of support also from um, Lincoln with the Taiwanese, okay. the Japanese. Okay. You know, they they would have gotten a lot of capital injection from some okay. of those countries, oh. um, as well as some technical support. Um, you know what what they have down there that is going for them, um, as it relates to to agriculture is uh, a depot. So everything that's grown, everything that is caught, okay. the fisherman, the farmer, they don't have to worry about the marketing aspect of things. Okay, There's this agriculture depot that is government-run um, that you can just sell. You, know, you can sell in bulk, mm-hmm. and you can focus on fishing, you can focus on farming. You don't have to be everything to that business. You don't have to be the, the marketer, you don't have to be the salesperson you know uh-huh. you don't have to be the one cutting the deals right you perfect your craft which is your skill which is farming and fishing, uh-huh. and they take care of everything else
1: so so and i ain't, I ain't jumping too far ahead yeah. but i tend to do this because you guys <laughs> like you guys are no right throw and then leave me leave me the. it's conversation sit. we have All ah, right, right it's a conversation <laughs> we have having. unscripted unfiltered yeah. why wouldn't something like this work here why wouldn't it work yeah I'm not sure
2: if it was really tried, you know. Okay. Um, that is, I'm I'm new to this ministry. Uh-huh.
1: So it it is something that I, I'll propose. Okay. You know, Cause um, off the bat, while you're telling me there, I I know if I know a few fishers, mm-hmm. and I I can imagine that they they would. Want to just go out and fish and know that the catch is sold and don't have of to come? Course. Well, I, I know a few farmers and they would yeah. love to, like... I know a few as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 they got a steady rate of pay. They deliver. And then this cooperative or uh, yeah. this, um, what depot. was it? This depot, depot just supplies. Depot. Uh, supermarkets, if hotels, I could, everything.
2: If I could, if I could um, say something. I had a thought just now. that lasted. Um, I've spoken to a few farmers, uh-huh. so a few fishers. Who would also love the idea? What the department was missing for a long time, Mm -hmm. the local agriculture department, is a marketing officer. Okay. Okay. That position is now filled. Okay. Okay. And that is um, Miss Aldine Trim. Okay. And she will liaise with the supermarkets, the restaurants, and get their information from them, get their quotas, get whatever estimates they have for the upcoming month. She is responsible for communicating with both. Um, private sector, which oh. is the supermarkets and retail uh-huh. and also the farmer the grower the fisher okay so that that helps this filling this filling this position will help a lot okay. to achieve what we're trying to achieve with a with a depot if if it's possible okay i'll tr- i tr- <laughs> try it out
0: there. <laughs> no but actually that that brings me right into kind of yeah. where I wanted to go with this yeah, yeah. you know you're speaking about the depot and you see that that works well for them yeah, yeah, yeah. and Ivan asks why it wouldn't work here yeah yeah. I would ask, what would it take yeah. for it to work here? Right. What do you anticipate something like that would need right. for it to be implemented here?
2: You know, first of all, we have to look at um, the statistics mm-hmm. as it relates to what we import into this country. And those numbers are high. Pretty Ridiculous. much we, we import everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. We rely mm-hmm. on, on foreign countries, mm-hmm. big countries, mm-hmm. the United States, European Union, whatever. To ship us their goods. Yeah. Um. So if we if we single out maybe five or six, key crops, to focus on those crops, uh-huh. then we can start to to build programs. We could start to target certain farmers to say, look, this is the amount of millions, that we export in dollars, to uh-huh. bring this this produce in. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes, uh-huh. lettuce, cabbage, um, cucumbers. Yeah. Um, all of these things. Are, I, I, I went around to a lot of the um, the greenhouses and the farms in in St. Kitts and Nevis, and that is what they're focusing on. They're focusing on the leafy greens. Mm-hmm. They're focusing on the cucumbers, mm-hmm. the peppers, um, and it's working. You know what they do is they specific, spe- specifically target farmers and say, look, we have been importing a lot of coconuts recently. Yeah. You know we want you to manage this field of coconuts. We're gonna plant four thousand coconut trees uh-huh. on this area, on this plot. We want you to manage this area. So, so they actively, the, the permanent secretary, the minister, they actively look at what is coming in in mass, uh-huh. and and communicate the potential to the farmers as to how you can live, how you can make this a livelihood, right. how we can cut down on on the f- the foreign exchange, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and how we can keep this money within our economy. Right. Okay. So that's what we have to do here. And, you know, we, we've started. Yeah. We've started. So what made me smile is that a lot of the conversations that I've had with the ministry, the PS, mm-hmm. it made me smile because from the jump when I got in, yes, these were the conversations we were having. Yeah. So it made me smile because I realized that I was not wrong yeah. with the approach. Right. It's just not to put the framework in place right. to realize these things
1: in Angola. You, you, you touched on a little pin point, pin point, however you want to look at it. Depends on which side you fall on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Framework. Yeah. What's in place for agriculture right now that would say this is where we want to be in the next five years? You know,
2: we have to, to look at our vision again. And we have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot to do, you know. And I was cautioned by Minister Jeffers, you know, was also cautioned by my PS uh-huh. that we can't do everything all at once. Right. You know, I'm coming in. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a void, uh-huh. and I have all this enthusiasm. I want to do everything. Right. But that's not the way you're gonna get things done. Right. You know, we have to know, refocus, set a vision for the next five years, the next ten years, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and say this is what we want to accomplish at this particular period. So. Fresh off this trip, with my, I had the um, director of natural resources along yeah. with me, Miss Melissa Mead. Yeah. Fresh off this trip, we're going to go back to the drawing board and prioritize maybe five key areas to uh-huh. work on. You know, yeah. It can be livestock. It can be certain crops. You know, St. Kitts Nevis, they have a, a vibrant livestock sector. Uh-huh. You know, they have cattle, they have pigs, they have the abattoir. You, know, you can bring your animals to a professional slaughterhouse. You know, we're still slaughtering in our backyard. On
1: the side of the, the, road. Side of the road. you yeah. know.
2: So we have a lot of
1: limitations here to overcome. But you know? that, go ahead, Bleniva, because I can get in trouble today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get in trouble, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's go.
1: Yeah.
0: A little bit of good trouble in right, the back. Then. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I want, to, I want to get back into, you know, something that you sort of brushed on and yeah. um, a current um, issue that's out there you know recently the government of angola announced the removal of customs duties and a number of importation taxes on a number of items a of, of basket items mm-hmm. if you if you want to call them one of the concerns that was raised is that we saw eggs fish and bread in particular mm-hmm. those items were included in that that basket list you know we have a number of egg farmers here. We have a number of bakeries. Right. We have a number of fishermen. Can you give some insight as to what was the thinking behind including these as opposed to a note that, let's say, some baby food, some baby milk, those things weren't included in that list. So baby Mm. formula. Can you give some insight as to how you decided to include these and not some others?
2: Right. Um, It's a good question. Uh, The overall goal you know of of the reduction of of customs duty is to give relief
0: uh-huh.
2: um, we are still heavily reliant on the imports okay. so even though we have egg production even though we have bakeries um what else was on there, even though we have ab- an abundance of fish, we are too overly reliant on imports so the 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 impact we you know expect it to be to be felt in a positive way mm-hmm. on those imports so you know, we're not going to gonna be food secure right now. Right. You know, we're still working on building, building our capacity, building the capacity of our local farmers, the egg producers, uh-huh. um, the fishers. So we have not gotten to the point where we could say, okay, let's just carry the duties up on these things sky high right. so that we can encourage more people to shop local. We are, we are still too dependent on the imports. So the goal was to to just overall give an ease. You know, okay. we do give an ease already to, to the local egg producers. You know, we to a house, we gave them duty-free concessions on the feed, uh, we gave them duty-free concessions on the, on the crates. So all of their implements
1: is, okay. is duty-free. Okay. Same thing right. with, with fishing. Right.
2: So right now, it's kind of at an even
1: playing okay. field as opposed to... to okay. if, I, if, if I may, because when I see these things, I, I often know, I spend a little bit of time in government as public relations, you see information, you hear information, and you see the macro and micro of how mm-hmm. government is run. You understand? A lot of people just see the big picture. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot that happens in in the micro perspective. How does customs define fish? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because oh, okay. we got we got Heinz around here, we got Jacks, we got doctors, we got parrot fish, we got Mahi Mahi, mm-hmm. we got the tuna ever so often. Yeah. But when you go to the restaurant, you can order swordfish, you mm-hmm. can order tuna, you can order. And then I know for 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 instance, a number of the restaurants, they want them with particular size ounces. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said we don't have an abattoir to slaughter, mm-hmm. but we also don't have a fish production plant right. that would give the businesses, the place, uh, 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 the food in the way that they want. Mm-hmm. Again, back to how do we move forward? And you said something that I actually
0: appreciate that we are not quite there yet, but how
1: do we get
0: there? I think I think that is leading right into where I wanted to go uh-huh. with this in terms of, yes, we may not be where we would hope. Uh-huh. Um, and I appreciate, I really appreciate, you know, you're saying that there is relief that the um, the egg producers yeah. that they get in terms of Time. And I don't think anyone was suggesting raising the duties on them. I actually um, saw that, though. Oh. <laughs> I saw that on Facebook. Okay, that's, that's a little strange. <laughs> yeah. Ivan, you keep getting me, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that that is a little strange to me. Um, but looking at maybe putting them at a neutral position mm. so as to instead of having the imports and the producers on the same level... Yeah. That we move to a position where we start to give our local producers maybe a little bit of a foot up, Um, and so that you know, they they're in a position because if if I can go to the store and I can purchase eggs, Mm -hmm. local eggs, Mm -hmm. at the same rate that I'm purchasing overseas eggs, Mm -hmm. what's the incentive? Mm -hmm. So that's 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 the question, you know. At some point, we have to start to look at what is the incentive Mm -hmm. to buy local. Right. And ultimately, whether we like it or not, I am going to use my Tom term, right. term, this has been my this, Listen to this. We wait, know wait, that listen. our dollars aren't dollaring Sound like the same. like a rapper, right? <laughs> 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 we, we do know that our dollars aren't dollaring the same as When you as said Easter. it, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel and, great though, great <laughs> and, and so what it means is that the dollar doesn't stretch as far as it Thank used you. to. Uh-huh. And so, if our dollars aren't dollaring, yeah. at the end of the day, the majority of persons are going to look at, well, if this is two crates of eggs sitting right next to mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. egg and egg. the local one is maybe a dollar more than the imported one, I need my dollar to dollar a little bit more. Correct. And so, I, I think I would like to see us move into a direction yeah. where we aren't just looking at having them at the same level, yeah. but we're looking at giving them a little bit of a right. a, a step
2: up. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the truth is, is that okay. cars has skyrocketed for everybody. Oh. It didn't it didn't leave anyone out. Very true. You know, so it's 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 something that, you know, farming, fishing is subsidized throughout the world. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what one of our limitations, and it's it's huge, is the cost of water.
0: Don't you look know. at me, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wasn't even
2: thinking that. i oh, am not gonna say? It. I'm disclaimer: disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> the Cost of water is uh. a serious limitation. We lack like, like affordable water, mm-hmm. and we lack like land availability. You know, in ab- in Saint Kitts neighbors, an abundance is water, in mm-hmm. abundance is land. Mm-hmm. They pay ten ec per thousand gallons. Um, I think at the rate of three cents up to, up to ten thousand gallons in Anguilla. Wow! The farmer pays forty dollars. So it's it's yeah. four times
0: yeah. we wish, what, we what wish, sink it's in the yeah. we, we, we wish we can do that. Maybe, so, Ivan, I'm going to jump ahead. Sorry, Carl, I'm going <laughs> to jump ahead. And last time you told me who our next guest was going to be, I'm going to uh, suggest who our next guest yeah. would be so that we can address the cost of yeah. water. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, how, do we,
2: how do we fix the water issue? Uh-huh. You know, and it's something that, that I go to sleep studying. Uh-huh. And one of the suggestions that I, that I had of recent uh-huh. is to allow farmers... To directly tap into wells,
1: uh-huh. and
2: I know it's gonna be a fight, uh-huh. but it's a fight that I'm willing to fight. Okay. Because, we if if we gonna take food security serious, <laughs> is so I ain't fighting you know? <laughs> 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 And
1: then you ain't fighting. <laughs> hey, listen. All I can say is i happy that I ain't gonna get. So
0: <laughs> no. I can make sure you
2: take a <laughs> little yeah.
1: bit of it. like <laughs> but, but. but
2: if we gonna take this thing serious,
1: uh-huh. then we
2: have to give access to water. That to is our true. farmers, that is true. I know of farmers in Angola yeah. that are struggling because of the cost of water. Mm-hmm. They are starving their crop under 10,000 gallons. Mm-hmm. They don't want to e- expand to bigger fields mm-hmm. because they're going to exceed 10,000 gallons. Mm-hmm. Because when you exceed 10,000 gallons,
1: You're your rate goes rate. to 10 cents. So let me ask you a question. And and this is me being me. Mm-hmm. Nobody else but, but Ivan. <laughs> so, legislatively, we do something to give the farmers a little bump how are we to know that this isn't going to be exploited Mm -hmm. that the water is going to be used for the crops we've seen every time we come here we talk about some incentive that government does or some relief we talk about during the pandemic the PPEs remove the duties the government lost 4 million plus because some some places went up 400% on these things and PPEs and Lysol and wipes and them type of things Who's to say, and I'm, farmers? Farmers? <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there so we can have a healthy discussion about it. Who's to say that this isn't going to be used for something else? Yeah. How, how do we I police mean, this?
2: You can't police everything. Okay, good. And so, are we,
1: we, we're okay with accepting yeah, that And yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and everything. Okay. You good. will have small losses. Hopefully small losses. losses remain small. Uh-huh. Okay? You can't uh-huh. police everything. But the idea is, to allow access to wells. Okay. And, and you know, some might say, oh, the water coming up at the wells. <laughs> she's coming. The wells, <laughs> the water coming up the wells.
0: that is a discussion, uh-huh. Ivan, uh-huh. that uh-huh. we will table and I will let Kyle finish because okay. that is a discussion that we're going to table for another time when we're going to look into because, Kyle, I agree <coughs> with you in that water is an issue and it's not just an issue for mm-hmm. our farmers. Yeah. The the reality is it's not just an issue for our farmers. But let's prioritize
2: food, though. Let
0: us prioritize food. uh And that's all I'm saying. I agree. And water is a a basic human right. Right. And until we are willing to get to the nitty-gritty of what it's going to take to fix water in this country. And I don't think, really, and this this is me and my own honest opinion in my experience on both sides of it unless we are willing to approach water in a comprehensive manner, Mm -hmm. not in silos, not just looking at it from a food security, not just looking at it from a basic human right, when we are willing to really address Mm -hmm. water in this country and what that means and what it's going to look like, Mm -hmm. I think once we start to talk that, we, we're going to have to bring
1: that to the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I please do because to tell you the honest truth, and I'm not, I'm not being facetious in any, mm-hmm. any stance, like during the previous campaign I heard this water thing so much I got a little bit of PTSD from all the water you guys here saying no, so I would want us to move on. Right. But, <laughs> but you know what, what, what will help
2: uh-huh. is if we go heavily into the protected agriculture the the hydroponics the greenhouse production the, okay. the dutch buckets uh-huh. because well, i know you have something behind the school right tell uh-huh. me what is a dutch bucket cuz you just so a dutch bucket is is a system where there are lines running into a, a pot mm-hmm. you're growing out of pots mm-hmm. they call them dutch buckets they call them different things so you have lines with water that is dripping and then you might have a little solution for ph balance mm-hmm. and, and what's not and you have a greenhouse, a shade house, mm-hmm. and you have rows of Dutch buckets. So you're not growing into the soil. Okay. You're not going into the into the earth. You're going into pots. So you're gonna have the right soil balance so within that pot. So it's a bit more controlled. a bit more control and it uses less water. And then okay. you have the shade which conserves the moisture in the pot. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the future and that's the way to go. And there's so many things you can grow. You know, it can grow up high, you can go into the vertical okay. farming within uh-huh. these structures as well.
1: You know, oh, you, see, you know, see. and I'm, I'm just thinking because I'm I'm kind of I I tend to picture things when people talk. You mentioned the land a while ago. We have a lot of land in Anguilla, but a lot of it isn't farmable yeah. because of one the case arable, 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 arable. <laughs> arable. <laughs> uh, I'm <learned> my tongue too. <laughs> <so far. laughs> it's not <laughs> arable. Good, good, yeah. good. Let me, let me. It's not arable. Yeah. Uh, so. Maybe this might be our approach to some areas. Yeah, Listen, yeah. let me tell you something about me, George. Hill, I don't, I don't think it's that I don't have a green thumb, but everything I plant in George Hill does dead. <laughs> <laughs> Mango tree, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> mint, <laughs> lime, whatever I plant there dies. But it, the soil there is very, very rocky. And somebody oh. said that the soil there. I think yeah. it was Carvel. Tell me the soil there. I know he knows <laughs> about soil. But Carvel uh-huh. tell me the soil oh. there. Yeah. Um, but there are areas where. We can get into that yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. what
1: what impact do you see for the backyard farming though like right. on that scale and, and and if you're thinking about this Depot can they add to that too this is what I'm what I'm what I'm wanting because we are we're only so, so big in nature but we want all this supply so where does it come from
2: yeah the Depot you know is, is a center that will be open for our okay. backyard you know professional um traditional mm-hmm. you know those who are using the greenhouses the Depot will be there for everybody you know it's something that we Okay. Um, I think it will be the number one priority going forward into the end of 2022, into 2023. You know, the depot does make a lot of sense. Okay. Um, the farm that we have behind of the, the high school, it was donated to us by Linkus, Linkus Limited. And I continue to just say thanks to Andy mm-hmm. from Linkus for his generosity. Okay. You know, that will be a showcase. That will be a display to all farmers you know, of the potential that protected agriculture can have, the impact that it can have um, to reduce
0: the imports and to just provide food for the country. Awesome. And And on that note, I mean, I think it was just a few weeks ago, we were seeing some notices put out by some grocery stores. And you kind of hint at it a little bit mm-hmm. throughout our conversation where a number of them were plagued with shipping issues yeah. and we had some food shortages on island. Yeah. How concerned are you that some external event will prevent um, a prolonged period of us not being able to import food? How concerned are you about yeah. that impact on us um, and where we are at with food production?
2: Very concerned. Um, the external events are happening now. Right. You know, the war mm-hmm. between Russia and Ukraine is yes. ongoing. Mm-hmm. The COVID pandemic is ongoing. Yes. So we are, the world, globally, we are going to those events. Chicken flew to our board, flu, our yeah, board. And, and we're not hearing about that. Mm-hmm. The, the, the news is taken up by other things. Yes. But that's happening as well. Yeah. So it's it very
1: concerning. <laughs> <laughs> very, very,
2: very concerning. And this is where it's important to establish good relationships with our brothers and sisters in the region. Right. So, from this visit, I would have built a bond, you know, it's like family now, Mm -hmm. with the administration in Sink It's Nevis. With the minister, with the PS, with everybody in agriculture and fisheries. And you know what the conversation and the meetings led to? To the talk about trade. Mm -hmm. Us having an abundance of fish Mm -hmm. and other things, and and being able to ship those things direct
0: to Sink It's Nevis. What 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 does their overflow, oversupply look like? Are they currently at um, a production capacity where they can export? Or are they still, kind of like us with our egg farmers, Mm. um, still not necessarily at the point where they're producing enough locally?
2: Um, They still rely on some imports. Mm. So you would find that, you know, no system works perfect. So you Mm. would find that, you know, some folks might have an excess. Um, but it's because communication might have broken down and you know, they grew too much, they, they didn't forecast properly. Right. Okay. So there's always, there would always be need to export something here and there. Okay. Okay. Maybe not on a consistent basis, but they're certainly working towards that, and that is something that we will have to work towards as well. But establishing that, that trade link amongst our brother and sister islands is something that is vital.
1: Um, I'm actually happy. Yeah. Extremely happy to hear that. Um and it brings me to one thing I think we gotta wrap up. Let's look at it. it time.
0: Yeah, I mean I I am gonna let you ask I had a follow up question for Kurt. so if I, I think follow
1: your follow up question might be the question I wanna ask. So you go ahead.
0: <laughs> actually I, I doubt it very much, but I'll, I'll I'll tell you Kurt, I'm so happy to hear about looking at linkages yeah. with other islands and uh-huh. Um, where we can import and export to. And I probably would not be able to go back home if I did not ask this question because okay. it's a conversation that I consistently have with my mom. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is that she's always saying, why don't we tap into the resources that are available in the Dominican oh, yeah. Republic? Well, not, not just Dominican, but Dominican Republic. I know, but and,
1: I'm going with the same thing. as there and in it's, Jamaica and other places. It's, you know,
0: in those, those bigger islands that mm-hmm. definitely have more than enough yeah, to yeah. supply their needs and to export. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, she has been completely fascinated by the abundance of fresh yeah. vegetables, of fresh produce that you can get in those places. And, mm-hmm just wondering are we even exploring those opportunities i know you looked at a lot of places with their facebook pages and that might be difficult cuz of like, the like language barrier the but is that something that you have either explored yeah. or willing to explore
2: yeah um, have not explored as yet uh-huh. but as you were as you were you, you were talking um, a thought came in, in, in into my head during hurricane omar i think we got a a, a big shipment of yeah. of poultry um, from yeah. from Dominican Republic. Yeah. I think it was imported by uh, Dundon from LA Cafe. Yeah. yeah, so now that you brought that up, you uh-huh. know, it's, it's something that um, definitely worth exploring.
1: And, and that was my spin off to look at those areas because go down the islands, yeah. travel anywhere else, you see Caribbean products. Yes. Uh-huh. The most I see here uh-huh. is Ting. <laughs> <laughs> a bro <laughs> and yeah. what you know our, our friends from Dominica and Lucia would bring in and sell uh-huh. at the market like yeah. why aren't we exploring those relationships a bit more um, yeah. it doesn't take the OECS to do that
0: I mean, but we but we already have the OECs, and why not utilize the the Master the too. things mm-hmm. that already exist? We have OECs, we have Caricom. Yeah. Why aren't we utilizing the vehicles? Mm-hmm. No need to recreate the wheel, mm-hmm. you know.
1: That's they, that's they, definitely they, something yes. to look into because we have to start someplace, and maybe maybe just maybe the importation costs mm-hmm. from these areas would be a lot less than coming from the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you won't get away from that totally no time soon. Right? No. Because so you that. also have to take into consideration consumer taste. Of course. Right, right, right. Of course. Okay. But but I think we can see a little bit more Caribbean products of course. in our stores okay. made available. Uh, to be entirely honest, our, our population is shifting. We are, we are a bit of a melting pot right now. We have a, a lot of Dominicanos. We have a lot of people, Dominicans. We have Jamaicans. We have St. Lucians. We have a lot of people that contribute positively to our society here you now. Mm-hmm. And is the new and reimagined Angola if you want to look at it that way. But the
2: the the, the hurdle that we will have to overcome is the shipping. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have a reliable network. A we don't reliable. have that in
1: flight, bro. Right, <laughs> we
2: struggle. We struggling to maintain the flight. Yeah. So imagine, you know, how yeah. are we gonna keep it um, consistent, <coughs> right. right, via via ocean? But but you
0: what know, has a business idea. That we're Some trying business to go gone into another <laughs> area <laughs> so of his industry. That we're go- we <laughs> we gonna definitely have you back Maybe. on because Ivan uh-huh. touched very, very briefly on on this and it's something that came out in almost every episode that we've had so far, yes. and that's consumer protection. Mm-hmm. And so as we wrap up, Ivan, unless there's something that is pressing that you want to get into
1: no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. To tell you the honest truth, I'm excited for you. I know we had a conversation off record when we talked about the water yeah. thing. Um, hopefully, <laughs> that, that that would start yeah. to materialize. Um, when I went out with you before yeah. you left a couple of weeks ago, I like that process. I like that thought. I know you're a man that's going to drive hard at this. Yeah. I believe you're going to get the support from the rest of your cabinet to do something yeah. because the farmers need attention when water is yeah. concerned. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> But man, it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. having you here on Progress Report. We'll definitely have you back, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. yeah, man, this was good. I, I, like <laughs> this, this, I, I, I like that he's now asking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have
1: to ask because that's the beauty here. Blood <laughs> dog here, yeah, this person, that person. She's talking. We're talking just before it's a conversation. we.
0: we I like it. it's, good, yes, good. This but is this, I, perfect. And, this is perfect. And, and this is yeah. this is what we want to do. We want to bring these conversations to the people of Anguilla so that they know what's happening mm, within yes. ministries, so that they. It's broken out on a level that everyone can understand. Yeah. Everyone can appreciate. Thank you so much for being here with us. And we look forward, like I even say, having you back. We're going to definitely be looking at consumer protection yeah, once we have you back and some right. more into that economic development um, bit. So thank you. Thank you. It's a, pleasure. Thank yeah. you. It's a pleasure.
2: Thank
0: you. Uh, thank, thank you. And thank you to our listening audience for joining us for what has been another excellent episode. Of progress report. All right.